You ever heard the phrase, the more things change, the more things stay the same? And while we love the excitement of new things, it's also nice to have the reliability of something constant. Hey, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when it comes to insurance, a State Farm is a good neighbor you can count on. Solo llama a tu agente. Another way State Farm helps is by supporting the creators and storytellers of the Michael Tudor Podcast Network family. Con la ayuda de State Farm, estamos ayudando y asegurándonos de que nuestras voces sean escuchadas. Como un buen vecino, State Farm está ahí. Aprende más en es.statefarm.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's the Custard TV Podcast. Uh, I'm Luke, editor and runner, and uh, possibly wearing mittens. I will leave that to your imagination. Of the CustardTV.com. Um, On your hands, you know I hope. Do you know what I don't get about light? And I have a pair, and I still don't get them. Fingerless gloves. Where do we? Yeah, but you don't. Them? You don't work with your hands. Probably like maybe Mr. Northern Matt. If he was cold in the post office, but still need to be able to sort of give out the stamps and the money, he'd find fingerless gloves really Give out the stamps. You give really out the stamps. You know, what else does he do at the post office? In case we need reminding that Gary lives in London, he occasionally goes uber cockney for us. Whenever, yeah. whenever... A, f- a family member, uh, 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 an aunt of mine has had an anniversary and she reminded me that her wedding... I was about four, uh, in the most Cockney accent, I kept telling off the best man because he kept referring to my Uncle Dave as Uncle D- as Dave, not yeah. Uncle Smudge, as everybody had always called him in my presence. What about your so, presence? Weird. Uh, uh, you, you can have them later. Luke, Gary and Matt. Talking telly. On the Custard TV Podcast. Why, why did you call him Uncle Smudge? Because his name is Dave that. Smith. Everybody in the army in called Dave Smith is called Smudger Smith. You know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm not in the army. I was four. No. <laughs> you're only on this because I thought you were in the army. Hold on. Smudger. I'm just to put in Smudger Smith into Google. Uh, in case you haven't realised, uh, this is a TV-based podcast. TV news, reviews and previews. So you're busy uh, watching TV when you're not listening to Ah, us. right. It was because it was... A, a, Smudger is a nickname for Smith in the military. So, there you are. Yeah. Do you want, do you want oh. me to uh, start with my What's news now? Type? Yes, yes, your news. Oh, yeah. Are you going to be on the, the Radio Times podcast as of next week? <laughs> yes, yes, I'm handing my notice in. Ah. <laughs> Go on. No, I, I, I just wanted to, uh, to do a shout-out, actually. Very, uh, oh. very Obviously, we always ask for five-star reviews and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And Jordan Gallagher gave us one on uh, iTunes that I'd seen. On the yeah, on the US iTunes website, I found another review from a, a lady who called Ooh. herself Ebeth Ebeth23. So if you're out, if you're still listening, um, although her first line on here is. 
I found these guys after looking for podcasts about Broad Church, so she probably stopped listening now after the last week. But oh, um, yeah, uh, she's, she's, yeah she lives in the states, so she's not familiar yeah. with all the shows that we talk about. Uh, but that scary. doesn't stop her. <laughs> that doesn't stop her from subscribing to our show. And and this Ooh. one here, I mean, she's obviously not met Luke because she said I can listen to them read the alphabet. So um, oh my god, he doesn't Lee? know it. He, he, Learn the alphabet and you can do that next week. Yeah. She's, a, she's a sucker for a British slash English accent. Plus oh, um, so, so they make and, and it ends here. They're giddy and joyful. None of that describes it's, Gary. Um, um, all, how, can you, how can you, the listener, I'm talking to, to you to say to how to you, how can you, the listener, leave a five star review on iTunes? Yeah. Um, well, I'm assuming... Uh, you go on our podcast site thing, and um, oh, we're very technical already. I don't know if yeah. I follow. If you type the Custard <laughs> TV into iTunes, then you get a list of our podcasts, and at the bottom mm. there's a space to do a review. Get in touch on Twitter if you if you follow yeah, us because it's I, nice. I know it's we nice I know we are jovial and funny and stuff, but it does we do this as a hobby. Um, Matt Matt tiles away in the in the in the post office. Gary is on some sort gloves. Of, yeah, Gary yep. is on some sort of watch list, and it's just, <laughs> it's just <laughs> nice. Work in, I thought he worked at Broadmoor or something. Well, whatever. No, it's, it's I work. Nice. I work. There's no point. I work. I work with people with ADHD, which yeah. could be you two. So, okay. Well, yeah, that, that's, that's part school. of that's part of your work. This is. Yeah, this is, this is part of my care in the community. Uh, Let's uh, get on with the podcast then. A, B, C, D, E, oh. F, oh. G, Can't wait for H, you. I... To be continued. Oh! <laughs> cliffhanger! Cliffhanger! That's how you do a oh. cliffhanger project. That's how I'm all singing it. at the end of the podcast. Just Luke reading letters. <laughs> News first, then. ITV have announced this week they are not going to be showing the third series and presumably any following series of the hit FX American show The Americans, which is a shame because I've just discovered it recently, really enjoyed it, not up to speed with it, but would have liked to have, would have liked to have kept up with it. Yeah. Um, the difficulty, that I'm, I'm not surprised by this because we talked quite a bit that ITV just moved it all over the schedule, mm-hmm. making it very hard for your average viewer, not like us people who DVR and, and you know watch on catch up, but your average TV viewer to get anywhere with mm. it. I um, think they should have moved it to ITV2 because they're trying to make ITV2 a bit more male now, aren't they? A bit less sort of girly, yeah. you know. Although I don't know I whether this would the have been a good incident. Let's put them off that. Yeah, I know, but this would have been a good sort of acquisition, you know, to put on there a solid like I'm not thriller. Sure that, well, the only thing is, I'm not sure the Americans was a male orientated show that much. I mean, I think it well, would have maybe done more as much as ITV like Homeland. Yeah, you know, this sort of crimey one, but I don't know. It's sort of Homelandy, isn't it? So I suppose it yeah. appeals to both, but it's a thriller at the end. of and possibly the most surprising news of the week, Dara O'Brien of Mock the Week has uh, officially quit his role from Your Fired, Your Hired. That's the Apprentice spin-off that we get on BBC Two following each episode uh, when that is. I'm, I'm not that surprised. Um, Nothing has surprised you, you yet. You're not surprised by the Americans. You're not surprised by Dara going... 
There was an episode of, of Mock the Week where at the end of it, Dara O'Brien was talking about, oh, yeah, now I've got to sit with all these apprentices now. So there was a little bit of a hint that perhaps he wasn't really into it as much as he was before. He's been doing, he's been doing it a while, and, and he took over from Adrian Childs, didn't he? So he's probably done as many series as Adrian Childs did uh, when he was on it. Yeah, um, no, I think he's done more, but I could be wrong. As, as long as uh, Adrian Childs doesn't come back, I think we can all bring yeah. Well, who do we think? Well, Who do we the think will be taking over? Go on, um, I reckon. I reckon a safe bet would be Matt Edmondson. Yeah, I, I was know, thinking I, that. Yeah, I was going to say somebody that's already been involved in the show. They've got Matt Edmondson. I know that they've had various kind of you know comedic super fans. Ramesh Ranganathan was on it a lot last year. Oh my! Um, and he's very, the names he's that very... you know and the names that you don't know are incredible. <laughs> Well, he's someone I like, you know, so leave it. Uh, shut up. There's a fair chance that Adrian Charles might come back because, of course, he's now back with the BBC working on Radio 5 Live. Anyway, Gary, you shouldn't be here. Oh, yeah, no, you, I should be somewhere else, shouldn't I? Hold you, on. You should be come. heading west. Go west. <laughs> it is peaceful there. Go west. In the ocean. That's not the thing. Um, it's now part time for the second of Gary Goes West, which is the newly named part where I talk about American shows over here and a little bit about American shows. There's a very big event which is hashtag TCA which is the, I'm never sure what this bit stands for uh, basically this I is where it's, uh, I believe it's TV's Critic Association I believe well, it's like, I, I oh. typed in TCA right. and the first, the first thing that comes up is the Climbing Academy but I don't think it's that well, it's, it's probably that, that yeah but basically <laughs> all this week most of the major networks have yeah, Television uh, Critics TCA. Association Thank you, Matt. That's it, and it's like a it's like a comic con, but not quite in the same sense. But lots of television shows have panels there, so they introduce. It does sound like new what Matt and I went to in Edinburgh to me. So the CW network was one of the uh, the new the, one of the networks that's announced, and they've announced a rash of renewals, which is what also happens at this time of the year. First off, Ironically, Arrow. Jane the uh, Virgin may have a rash. We don't know. We haven't seen this. Well, that's <laughs> You Didn't she win a Golden Globe, yeah. Jane the Virgin? She did! <laughs> Nausea and fainting spell solved. You're pregnant. <laughs> I'm sorry, but she's just not pregnant. No, I'm not pregnant. Uh, we tested your urine. Trust me, the test is wrong. Uh, false negatives are frequent. False positives are rare. And it may be rare, but it happened. Because I'm a virgin. A virgin? Maybe we should talk in private. No, no, we don't need to talk in private. I think we do. Where did you get your degree from? The University of Dumbass? My daughter said that she is a freaking virgin, so do another damn test. Pink means pregnant. But I've never had sex. Immaculata. Clearly, she's not a virgin. Of course I am. That's a mistake. That's not a mistake. Or it's a hormonal thing. Exactly, pregnancy hormones. Jane the Virgin. Series premiere coming this fall to the CW. Jane the Virgin, oh. which is coming soon to E4. Rain, which currently isn't being shown on the UK and Neighbourhood Network. Supernatural, now on E4. The 100, still on E4. The Flash, which is a spin-off of Arrow, also on Sky One. And the Originals, which is currently being shown on the Sci-Fi channel over here and yes that is S-Y-F-Y um, so that's quite healthy that they've you know, most of hey, their major shows hey you some of my alphabet letters 
And what? got to us, yeah, all wise. Like, S-Y-F-Y, yeah. Uh, the, the kind of strangest news of the week is that Woody Allen, uh, not Steve Allen or um, Wood Allen, what I called him earlier, Wood Allen, yes, is um, to write and direct a TV show for Amazon Prime in 2016. Now, this is big news in two areas. One, Woody Allen has never done television, to my note. You know, I don't think he's ever been involved in anything to do with television. And secondly, rather than writing for a major network or, or HBO that probably would pay him a lot of money, Amazon are obviously trying to really up their game in getting big names to, mm. to write for television. Uh, Community Series 6 has been given a start date on Yahoo TV. That's the 16th of March. They'll release the episodes weekly. No news yet. I mean, I think I think Yahoo TV, from my little bit, is something you can pick up in this country. So I, I don't know if we no need idea. to necessarily worry about it being picked up over here. I don't know. I've ne- um, never heard of Yahoo TV until the community. Meeting. Well, I've this never... was their first. This is their first adventure into television. Is the pickup of community. So, um, could be interesting. Also, interesting. Uh, uh, speaking of the TCAs uh, today, um, they did. The oh, cast yeah. had had a interview, and they said if it is now dropped by Yahoo, they are hoping for a series on Snapchat. So. Either way, community won't Not go Not if David anywhere. Cameron gets his way. No, <laughs> I know. Politics. Yeah. <laughs> oh, political. Quickly, though, Amer- American shows that have won Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Affair won Best Drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which Transparent, one? Transparent, our fate. The Affair with Dominic West and... Oh, and Ruth oh Wilson. yeah, sorry. Our fa- yes. Our- Ruth Wilson also won Best Actress in a Drama. Uh, our favourite right. comedy, obviously, Transparent, that one best comedy series. With Jeffrey Tambor winning Best Actor in a Comedy. Uh, Kevin Spacey won Best Actor in a Drama. Yeah. Uh, as we've already said, Jane the Virgin, that's uh, Gina Rodriguez, won Best Actress in a Comedy. But I've never had sex! Best Performance in a Miniseries or TV Film. Those went to uh, Billy Bob Thornton in Fargo and uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal in uh, BBC's own The Honourable Woman. And uh, Best Supporting in TV, uh, Matt Bomer in The Normal Heart. Got no idea what that is. And uh, another British actress, Joanne Froggart for Downton Abbey. Oh, and also Fargo won Best Miniseries or TV Film. So there you go. Have you told your friends about this podcast? No. Well, tell them now. The Custard TV Live. I'm not going to sort of lavish praise on this, the boys' series four. But what I do, what I do like about this is that it does focus mainly on the talent rather than the judging panel. Obviously, they get the big names in. You know, you've got Rita Ora this year and stuff like that. But I felt like everyone on that stage, with the exception of Bungle from Rainbow, uh, oh, how had... can I find Bungle from Rainbow on on YouTube? I just want to see him. Well, no, but the thing is, it wasn't Bungle. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, it's a bit of controversy. He was Bungle when they bought it back. But anyway, away from... And they didn't ever really talk about that, and he got away with that. There was was at least three or four really good, sort of solid singers who you'd expect to find almost like on an X-Factor final, I would say. And I, I, I liked as well, the other thing I liked about this, Rita Ora, I thought was very good. Certainly, I, I was worried that she would be as annoying as Jessie J was. She wasn't. I don't think she was no. as good as Kylie. 
No, but she, I, I liked her. She felt quite honest, and she was one of the four of them. I felt she was the one who gave the most sort of constructive criticism because one of the things I don't like about the voice is the fact that even when they don't turn around for someone, they still go, "Oh, we should have turned around for you." We're so you know. Why didn't they I know they're trying to be. I, al- I know they're trying to be the alternative to the X Factor, which is sort of the nasty show. But it's too far the other way for me now. It's, it needs to sort of yeah, be they, somewhere. Yeah, they're very complimentary. And, it's very, and the other and, thing, and it's very sickly, isn't it? And I know Luke's not a fan of the sort of the cringy, the cringy opening song that, that the, the coaches that do. So but but what makes it more cringy is all the sort of slow mos and stuff. They do a lot of slow mos on the voice, and I don't think it's needed. The filming isn't great as com- when compared to the Simon Cowell vehicles that's where they get it in is the production i think more than the talent if that makes mm. sense mm. and i think because it's on the bbc they don't have as big a budget to spend on it i liked it it was a bit long it really is long i'm just not sure why they make each episode at the beginning so long and then because there's no need to be i mean i, I well, as I you say there was lots with, of things they could have yeah. got away done away with in they, the episode they yeah, made it a, they a do, tight 45 they, minutes mm. what i would say is that obviously they've got to, to have 12 acts each in their team plus the ones that they don't put through and to sort of mm. construct an episode you can't just have you know someone who gets put through someone who gets put through constantly you need those sort of unsuccessful auditions to pad it out and those ones you remember mm. like you know the kim marsh daughter and bungle and and people like that <laughs> I must be falling out of, of time because again a lot of the songs I'm like huh what was that I never heard that before yeah. well, that's, that's what Tom Jones said song. that was a Tom Jones criticism yeah. <laughs> he was like I got a lot of songs in my head you ever heard that song wanted... before I didn't, I didn't turn around because I was looking it up I didn't know it's uh... as if he's in the room Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not unusual for us to not know what that song is boy oh <laughs> Is he from the Caribbean? Let's just say that as I was coming home this evening, I walked past a betting shop and there was a, a gentleman outside who was just over and over singing reggae, reggae. You oh, gotta get some reggae. I really wanted him to say sauce at one point. Was it Levi? Oh, yeah, I um, it was Levi. He just kept it. I think he was quite good. I would have turned for him on the uh, the. It might have been Levi Root. You you turned to look. I've interviewed Levi. What? I've interviewed Levi Root. This is a whole different podcast. I don't know. As you say, it's too long. I think the BBC are just they. It's just one show that they just they seem convinced that they keep bringing it back every year that everybody's mm. going to fall in love with it, and I I just don't get that at all. I like um, it. I do like the show. I like the show, and I like. Yeah. I think the problem with it, as you've said before, is that they can't devote as much time to it as they need to like they do in the states because they have it on like yeah. two or three nights a week don't but, know where uh, it is well, in the, the states the other main problem if you've heard the other podcast we've said this time and time again it becomes immediately less interesting once the chairs stop you know turning or mm-hmm. yeah although I, well, do I, think like, they, I do like the battles and i, I think like they've the, improved I think, the rap battle. yeah last last year was the best one because what they did they had the battles and then they had like the final seven yeah. in each team sung off for the the last three spots and i think every year they seem to have made improvements that work it's not yeah. that sort of polished vehicle in the first series that people thought it would be and i think that was the problem yeah. initially and they've tried to work that through every year and it's sort of getting to that stage now and i know we're in series I, four I, I think 
I think the problem is we've got a little bit of reality show fatigue, particularly singing mm, contests. Definitely, I would agree. I would agree with that. Yeah, but what would you put in its place, Luke? Then, if it wasn't there on a Saturday night? We've said this before. Saturday night just needs reinvention. I mean, okay. I don't think broadcasters know. Dude, while we're point. on Saturday night. Yeah. I haven't seen eyes. this. I saw some of this. This was bizarre. I, uh, it was. Uh, you know what I loved from a couple of years ago that was better than this? No, mm-hmm. I Love My Country was better than this. <laughs> really? really? I, I, I'd, I, I'd, I'd go to say as far as your face sounds familiar was better than this, but not I Love My Country. This was trying to be half like, you know, the nostalgic stars in your eyes that you remember, and half Harry Hill's comedy show from when he was on Channel 4. Because there was so oh, well, much. I should watch of, it then. I love that. There was so much. No, no. There was a whole recurring gag where Adele was accusing him of stealing her baby, and he'd put it in a cupboard. It, uh, that's the problem. Like, they need to just give him a comedy show rather than this. It was a surreal. It was like surreal comedy. Like Brian Bello was on it again. Like he he was on TV. Burt wasn't he? he was recurring. It was like Harry yeah. Hill lived in a house on a street, yeah. but was also presenting stars in their eyes at the same time. It didn't make right. any sense. I just don't understand why they thought this was a good idea. It was two separate shows, and mm. people who wanted to watch it for the stars in their eyes element had to sit through a load of this bizarre... They should have just Harry got that TV I think ITV, I've said it for a long time, they're in a bit of a mess. They keep mm. rehashing these these things that everybody looks at. I mean, this was with, obviously with, with meant to be uh, Rising Star, wasn't it, originally? Yeah, was I that just where they would have yeah. put this, or this, where they would have put it, I'd have thought. Yeah, yeah. it was one of yeah. the first things of the year. Just stop bringing back these things that we look at with with so much affection. Hmm. What are we gonna get next? All, Vernon all Case of... three two one. Well, no, we'll, well get he does Brian family fortune. Like oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. we. So I... You need another sort of mid mid card mid person that's gonna be going. You know, it's Stephen Martin's Mulhern. The... It's the same Stephen Mulhern redoes three two one with Rusty yeah, Lee. Yeah, Lee. it's the same problem I've or with Rusty Lee. It's the same yeah, problem I've say. got. <laughs> it's the same because it's Dusty Bin, not Rusty Bin. Um, the oh, is it? Was, oh, right. Yes. <laughs> Let's get on to Luke's problems. The but he's been there a while. He's probably rusty now. Yeah, it's the same problem I've got with Broadchurch. Bringing these things back just screams of. This is what people oh, like. We'll, we'll do more of them. And Stars in Their Eyes is just another example of that. We look back on it Low with blow. great affection I from, from our childhood. Sometimes and... when they bring stuff back, like, I mean, the celebrity versions of Family Fortunes and of Mr. and Mrs., they're still doing those, and those have sort of... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Gone on to be, you know, quite successful on, on ITV. And I thought, mm-hmm. I think they thought maybe doing this. But I think because it's with civilians rather than with celebrities, yeah. I think the celebrities aspect of those shows I think is which what is funny I think because the other we always that... moan about celebrities being on everything so yeah. we can't win I think but like I think the other thing I think... literally celebrities and family members yeah. I think the other thing as we have said before it's showing you how little money there is because this is a cheap show to make it's not an know, extravagance. They, they, had to, they had to hire out Adele's baby that kind of yeah thing. and Adele they managed to get Adele on the first programme Sure, it wasn't some someone that looked like Adele. I didn't know what's the point. No, problem, it was so. defi- definitely, nah. definitely Adele. Yeah. Definitely. I I still feel that these are cheap shows to make, so I think that's why they do it. Should we talk about a program we like? Is there one on the list? Can we? <laughs> Last Tango in Halifax. I thought this episode was possibly one of the best episodes of the of the series for a mm, long time. I'd agree. Definitely one of the best episodes of a TV drama, just generally of recent memory, I think. Yeah, I reckon uh, so. It was certainly just the so year so it, far. Certainly the, the first 13 days of the year, I think it. But it yeah, was just yeah. so. It was so well paced. It, mm. it was. There was a lot of humour in there. Again, not to bring it back to broadcast, we're on the third series now, and I, I feel yeah. like. This is moving forward. It's got more story to tell. Well, this is in because it's. It's about characters first, yeah. and then and then the story. Yeah. I mean, Broadchurch yeah. One was all about the, the Danny Lightman murder and the characters yeah. who were involved in it. Sally Wainwright is so good at creating characters that we love. I mean, whether it be in Scott and Bailey or recently Happy Valley, but I mean, but I feel she's... like I know all of these characters. Certainly, the 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 central four cast members. Are, are excellent in their respective roles. What and Sally I just, is great you, you at feel is, is... for these people. Yeah, you, on, it's not so much. It's not so much that you know them. It's almost as mm. if you have an instant connection with them. I remember mm. the opening monologue from Happy Valley when Sarah Lancashire is trying to talk down the guy from setting yeah. himself on fire. And it, and we were only two minutes into the show, and I immediately got who Catherine K. Wood was. I immediately mm. got her, I immediately knew her, and she's done it again with this new series of Last Tango in Halifax. The final moments, I generally felt, genuinely felt yeah. a bit sick. Genuinely. But, I mean, I've watched them before now, and I was just like, almost going like, oh, don't do that, or, you know, yeah. don't yeah. ask that person to do that. Because you feel like you know when they're making bad decisions as well, and, and you don't want Reed, you don't want their life affected in no, that exactly. way. Exactly, Anne Reed and, and um, Sarah Lancashire, uh, Sarah Lancashire, especially in this episode, were just phenomenal in that scene where you know Cecilia's missed the wedding. She comes in, and they just have that really sort of that awkward exchange. Yeah, yeah. And I just think that they're just so good. All the the main four it, performers. It just in maintain, this. It maintains its warmth. It mm-hmm. it can still shock and surprise you. I think a lot of yeah. people who still haven't seen Last Tango in Halifax have this preconceived idea that it's a warm program about elderly. I mean that second series. Life. I mean I think it this is, is a good that. balance between series one was quite sedate. Series two was yeah. incredibly dark, and this is somewhere in the middle. Unlike the next program we're going to talk about, this you're with a writer who 
knows exactly where mm. they're going and what they're doing. They like us. They yeah. know those characters well. They treat them with immense respect. And, and there was always it, plans for a subsequent yeah. series. Gary, you're back in the room. I am. Yes. First of all, I want to <laughs> tell. I want. I want you to tell me what you uh-huh. love so much about this ne- about last night's broadcast or Monday night's broadcast. Well, I, I never said I loved it, but I don't hate on it like you're doing. I want you to tell me what was so bad again. It was. It you, was. You just... obviously didn't enjoy the episode. No, it was just so silly. It's so silly. What was silly? Him bugging Ellie's uh, room while you know the the two people are having an exchange. What you know that was so silly. You wouldn't watch this storyline in, in a soap. If this was a soap and they were doing exactly the same stories, you wouldn't be watching it, would you? Well, I disagree because I I disagree because I don't watch soap, so I don't know how I would. To me, what I was most impressed with last night, and I don't feel that it was a completely strong episode, and I was, I, I saw a little bit, I saw, I heard a little bit more about the music and noticed that a bit more, that I didn't, maybe because of things that you said I was seeing and listening out to it. What I really yeah. liked was the logic of the fact that now they have properly explained to me one of the biggest flaws of series one, where they are allowed Olivia Coleman's character into the wit into the room to beat up her husband, and they explained so over that though. So over. No, that. but the thing was is that, that is that if you watch that series and you were talking about procedure, and I know there's been comments about the exhum- exhumation of the body and how that really hasn't gone anywhere and stuff like that, and how it was a bit of a waste of time, and how people have said that Chris Chibnall didn't look into that and how it would be done. Here he has fixed one to me of the big. His problems. I know Broadchurch is a small, perceived as a small town, but there is no way a police officer would allow another police officer who is related to the suspect to enter a witness room. And it shows you, to me, how the relationship between David Tennant and Olivia Coleman's character has progressed so quickly, and now there are the problems linked in with the old case now, where they're doing things off script. And to me, that's interesting. Sometimes I wonder if they have a script, or they just go, if they go, action. Now, you're you're sort of in between Gary and I, aren't you, Matt, now? (laughs) What a horrible sandwich, and I'm the filling. Your viewpoint, you can see both sides at this point. I like, well, I I don't know, I like the lawyers. I like Charlotte Rampling, I like Marion Jill Baptiste. I just think I don't understand this sort of recurring thing where Jodie Whittaker keeps... On at Olivia oh, Coleman, and I know you mentioned me it mad, that. And also, I I think now some of the ca- the sort of supporting characters from last series who aren't as necessary as they were, you know, they aren't as necessary now. Like hmm. um, Becker and Nige, they just feel a bit tired and a bit. But I still like yeah, but certain they're... aspects of it. I still am intrigued enough by the Sandbrook thing, even though I agree with Luke. The, the bugging was a bit silly and now they've escaped out of a window. What I, I'm wondering is, though, is this saying that Joe Miller isn't the killer or that he just doesn't want to be convicted of the murder? Did someone else no, I, kill I, that? I, I, I think, I don't think, he, but he's not named, he's not said he hasn't 
done it. And he's not said he knows who done it. I don't think he's guilty of murder, though, anyway. It would be manslaughter and yeah. perverting the course right. of justice. Well, again, again that, that's something that may well come up. But what it is doing is it's showing you the deficiencies in the procedure that they followed in Series 1 about the arrest and everything, and how we all knew that they were doing certain things. I mean, you, we, we knew that you know there were other mistakes and that David Tennant was David Tennant's character was struggling to keep it together because of his health and everything else and the sandbrook. I, I just wonder whether, because it's Broadchurch and because we were so twisty and turny last time, that, that as an audience we're always looking for, oh, that could be a clue for something, that could mean this is going to happen. Well, as that you said to me, didn't the loose women all put something in an envelope yeah. saying what that... Yeah, what were they doing? The, the, I promise you now, there's six left, I promise you, this is not going anywhere. Honestly, it's not going anywhere. There's nothing that they could surprise us with. We know everything. There's no. But Broadchurch was not not about surprise. Yes, that's. I don't remember. The whole nation wouldn't have been talking about it if it wasn't Mm. about the surprise. No, but it wasn't. It wasn't surprise more than suspense. I don't think it was. It was about mystery. I think your your point is, Luke, that it was about a mystery. And yeah. it wouldn't have been as popular as if the nation weren't talking about, well, who do you think did it? Who do you think did it? Ex- and there's exactly. not that this time. I wonder whether Chris Chibnall has, has, has missed a major trick here. Is that if he'd focused more on the Sunbrook families in this series and mm. who they were and, you know, how the crime has affected them, maybe we'd care more about who they are and I'd what agree, this I'd is all about. Instead, what we're getting is all this sort of second-hand knowledge, and we're supposed to care about it because it's something that David Tennant and Olivia Colman are doing. But in actual fact, if you don't know these people and you don't know all the background, you've got no opinion on it at all. Yeah. One thing I, I would say as well is I'm definitely not as gripped by it. You know, I found myself wondering... Oh, no, no, I, I, I'm going to agree with that. I'm, it's yeah. not as good as Series 1. I'm not yeah. saying that in but any way. But it's not as gripped, you know, it's not a gripping piece of drama like maybe it should be. <laughs> Me and Gary have been watching, which is uh, Celebrity Big Brother. I know because we've yeah. been tweeting each other back and forth about this. Um, I pers- these things. Well, you don't, you're not watching it. That's beside the you point. Can, like I did with Tango, you can go away for a minute. So this was the twisted fairy tale theme, and the big sort of uh, character they based the show around initially was uh, Witch for Hire Casey Hopkins, who has sort of softened yeah. as, as the series has gone on, and it's become more about uh, Reg Holdsworth of Coronation Street and Hobie Buchanan off of Baywatch, who were two unhinged... Uh, gentlemen who both since well, been I think the third the in that, the third in that trio is the is is the per, is the the, the, the person Hilton. known as Perez Hilton because Paris I don't Hilton, know who I would happily garrot with a spoon because he just yeah I, I, on me so. I happily see him have his vocal cords removed by mm. whatever method is is known because I can't stand the bloke but Melanbourne. that's why he's a good housemate but I'd hate to live with him. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, obviously Jeremy Jackson from Baywatch was removed for doing something with Chloe Goodman's, um, boobs. Well, can, and I, then... can I just mention, can I just mention, yeah. both of them were on ITV programs today. So Jeremy Jackson had been on this morning. Um, and he has backed it up by saying, and he said, first of all, I was drunk. Doesn't disturb, it doesn't say that that means that he was okay to do what he did. 
But what he's now come out and said is that he had built a relationship with Chloe based on swimming suits and how many of them she had and how many times she changed them. <laughs> I toured the world producing fashion shows. Yeah, he said, uh, I've, I've worked with models, I've dressed models, I've talked about fashion, and sometimes he said, you just have to go up to those models and have a look. It's this not. is where I have a bit of a problem, and I, I feel I can say this on the podcast, but no. I don't know, maybe the anonymity <laughs> is... And I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be very careful how I word it. Obviously, yeah, no. Obviously, there is absolutely no excuse for what he did. No way, anyway. But... was wrong and, and, and he deserved got what he deserved what i would say about uh cammy lee though is she had the best quote on her vt which i think luke is this year's oh hell no which is oh, uh, yeah. no. Bitch, bitches be cray yeah oh no which bitch, i then no, 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 say which is having um, patsy kensett's background a bitches be cray related oh i like oh. that but, um, the I other one that, i've come up know, with who, this year I, i've I haven't got much love for this on Twitter, but I have said that this year's Celebrity Big Brother should have been sponsored by U-Tree, not Gumtree. Who's, who's your favourite to win, then? I'd say Cheggers for me. Well, I, I quite like Callum Best. I think, actually, I'm learning more about him and, 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 and I'm feeling quite kind of sympathetic he's towards him. He's at a sort of point in his life now where he's sort of regretting things he'd done in his yeah. youth and stuff like that. Isn't he sort of grown up a bit? I also no like Mich- Mich- Michelle Visage as well. I like, quite like. Yeah, I don't know why I like her, but yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah, I think Cheggers, but I'm not sure what it is he's going to do to win. <laughs> which, indeed, they'd be Cray. Prim- one of them at one point. Prims, uh, which is a new BBC3, shall we say comedy? I don't know. Yeah, oh, it's a comedy, yeah. <laughs> The characters were good. I didn't particularly like the main character. I found him very whiny, and I almost felt like it was somebody doing an impression rather than somebody acting as themselves. I liked the supporting characters. There were some nice kind of laugh-out-loud moments. But the problem I had mostly was that this is so similar to the programme that was on a few years ago. It feels very similar. Similar to the one where um, Dead Boss. Yeah. Dead Boss, Dead Boss, Dead Boss. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I was gonna have a breakdown. I just kept Possibly saying like, it over and over again. Yeah, it was a bit like too much like Dead Boss in the way in which they were going for the wrongful imprisonment thing. So, mm-hmm. but I will, I will probably watch the next yeah. episode. I, I, I don't understand how the 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 main lad, the 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 one who's the sort of the straight man of the duo, would have yeah. been convicted in the first place. You know. Unless it was sort of something well, uncommon. I... The um, other actor, the black actor whose name escapes me, he was just right, so Kate. annoying. 
he was hor- I I had to wind yeah. on by the end. I couldn't. I physically couldn't watch it because of him. And I, you know, you said there was a few laugh out loud moments. I missed those. Uh, they were all. They were sort of very cliche characters. And uh, me and Luke were talking about this earlier. Every gag you could see coming. You know, the setup to each gag. Um, and I don't know yeah. if you've got anything to add, Luke. No, I think you've said everything that I've said. I was genuinely going in there, not expecting an awful lot, but thinking, let's go in with a bit of an open mind here. And yeah. I struggled so much to stay with it and to give it the time that it needs, because it is the first the, episode of the The other thing that, that was reminiscent of this was um, the Kevin Eldon show. Not in the way it was done, in the uh, way that everybody in the comedy community was like, it's so glad that this guy's getting yeah. his own series. He's a genius. And I, I was scratching my head at that show. And it was that same kind of build-up, comic after comic, website after website, saying, yeah. great, these guys are so funny. And actually, there were a few funny moments, but if it's based around the main guy, I didn't get a laugh out of him at all. Yeah, and yeah, BBC, it, 3, well, it it, BBC 3 is leaving us. I really want them to go out on a high, and mm, so far, with the, with the first new yeah. comedy of the year, they well, are not. Well, well the correct. second series of Uncle is coming, so fear not. Uh, <laughs> right, TV reviews, news, and uh, Go Westing's done. Uh, let's do the previous, we'll do one each. Thursday the 15th, Cyberbully, it's a one-off fact-based drama starring Game of Thrones' Maisie Williams. Get yeah, your act together. Alright, I will! Alright, he's, he's out, God, he's, he's hard northern. He's on Sunday the 18th of, uh, of January on yeah. ITV, this is a Stephen Mulhern host. Oh, alright. Uh, who'd have thought he'd be free? Yeah, <laughs> um, this is sort of celebrities learning skills, isn't it? So like ventriloquism and juggling and things like that, and then do you know uh, going up against each other in front of a studio audience. Also uh, on Sunday is the return of Call the Midwife. Monday sees the start of a brand new sitcom, star uh, written and starring Sharon Horgan. Now, what was the last thing Woo-hoo. she? She did yeah, what did she do last? Set, she did a thing set in a prison. In a prison. It was set in a prison, Matt. It was set in a prison. Oh, dead boss! Yeah, you're dead right, boss. Gary. Sharon Hawken <laughs> has written and stars in this. She wrote it alongside uh, American comedian Rob Delaney. They're a couple who are having a baby following a, a one-night stand. It's like somebody's put Gary's life into sitcom. And then someone's put Gary's life into drama with the Eichmann show. <laughs> 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 Go on. Which What's is, the uh, one off drama one off drama on uh, Tuesday night at nine PM on BBC two. Uh, yeah. stars Martin Freeman and Anthony pa- LaPaglia as um, a producer and director who set out to capture the testimony of a uh, notorious Nazi Adolf Eichmann or it's a bit like when Gary interviewed Stuart Baggs on his apprentice podcast. It didn't actually happen, it came very close. No. Alright, well that's well, it, you see. He... They, you set out to capture the testimony of Stuart Baggs. Uh, BBC Three have a brand new fly on the wall documentary. This is more the sort of thing I yeah, to BBC yeah. Three for. It's a documentary called Excluded Kicked Out of School and it looks at one of the academies. Yeah, they've been heavily promoting this. Yeah. They give, they give children a second chance after they've been excluded. Another one to look for soon is uh, Bangkok Airport, which does look a bit like a real-life version of David Williams and Matt Lucas' yeah. Come Fly With Me. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. I'm expecting a character to steal from the coffee shop and be in clothing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we got coffee! Uh, we, got... <laughs> we went last we year... We got coffee! We got, we got yeah. no sugar! 
Is that what she sounded like? We got coffee, we got milk, we got water, we got fire, we got sugar, we got sweetener, we got chocolate sprinkle, but we got no paper cup. Uh, you can follow Gary on Twitter. He is at The Gary Show. This week, I'll be mostly talking about how hard it is to go back to work after having three weeks off. Uh, you can follow Matt on Twitter as well with his mittens and his hard northernness. He's at Matt's <laughs> uh, TV Bites. Luke is at Luke Puster TV. There you go. Bro. Oh, yeah. Your bitch is being crazy. Bitches be crazy. Yeah, bitches be crazy. Thank you ever so much for tuning in to yet another podcast. You can download this from the website while you're visiting. It's thecustertv.com. You know, if you've gone to the trouble of writing us a five-star review and praising us as that lovely lady did that we spoke of at the top of the podcast, please like us on Facebook as well. That means an awful lot. Facebook.com forward slash TV. We will end, as every podcast does, with a serenade from the London Oh, Dead Boss, that was it. Oh, it was Dead Boss. Oh, yeah. That's Sharon Hawkins Gary, can you serenade us from the capital? Indeed I shall. With love from the capital, this is. Uh, I oh. thought perhaps what I would do is, as as the new feature in the podcast is known as Go West. Don't uh, always Gary, do Go West songs, please. No, no, no. no. <laughs> what I'm doing is Go West. Oh, life is peaceful there. Go West, life is peaceful there. Go West, in the open air. Go West. Where the skies are blue, go west. This is what we're gonna do. We'll join you same time next week, same website, same voices. It's the Custard TV podcast. We bid you farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bitches be great. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.